What's up, everybody? I'm Kiyoshi. I'm Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mic. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? We are back for another week. Oh, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm trudging along, you know? I feel decent for the most part. I dropped my very first cover last week. That's right. Um, I remember. I remember. It's. I can tell you guys what it is now. It's SZA Child's Play. It's from her very first project back when she was a shy little baby. And I thought that fit me. So I did that song. And uh, the response has been nice. If you haven't heard it, it'd be nice if you go listen. It's a vibe. Like, it's a very low-key vibe. Dim your lights. Get your favorite headphones. Create atmosphere for yourself. And then just listen to the the (laughs) ambiance. Indeed. It's really good. Your voice is amazing. Thank you. Got some great co-signs. So, that's so dope. Yeah. (laughs) We love that. That's what I've been doing. That's I've what have I been up to? I've been I've been listening to that child's play cover by Maya just <laughs> on repeat. So go support that for sure, y'all. Also, it's December. Christmas time is here. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Christmas time is here. Yeah. It's the most wonderful time of the year, as as they say in that one song. It's a very <laughs> exciting time. My favorite time of the year. Uh so I'm fully I embracing wish it didn't those feel vibes. Like summer here right now in Florida, though. Yeah, that's why. Wow, <laughs> that's whack. That'd be great. It's still hot here. It's not hot in Texas. Is it not bad? Actually, it's not. It's like oh, in the sixties. I'll take what? that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice today, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Not eighty-five. Yeah. Man. No, I love. Hey, I love I mean, we're Christmas in hell here in Florida, so it makes sense. <laughs> that's a day. That's a damn shame. Yes, you are. That is a damn shame. It's true though. You ain't telling not one lie. Unfortunately. Yes, you are. So, the Renaissance movie came out yeah, on November 30th. You know, long long awaited, anticipated. No, it was the early screening, November 30th. Oh, so, a lot of people saw it. Oh, yeah, you know, Beehive exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the movie, movie first, but it officially dropped on December 1st. And I got my ticket as soon as they dropped the tickets. I was up at night, so I bought my ticket. Obviously, I bought it before I knew oh. on any of the other things. Already. Yeah, man. It's true. Yeah. Get right into it. For real. I bought <laughs> I bought my ticket before I knew it was being screened in Israel. Uh, so I went because it was non-refundable. <laughs> and that was 28 of my hard-earned American dollars. <laughs> It's also crazy. I'm gonna talk about that later. And and because I was excited to see the movie, obviously. Um, so I went, I saw it. It was immaculate. I don't know what y'all want me to say. We gotta talk about we gotta talk about the movie at least. I can't I want let me just say, y'all, I have not seen it. Um, I guess my hot take is I don't have a desire to see it at the moment. Um, it's mm. too long for me. It's too expensive. It's for three me. hours, everybody. It's three yeah, hours. It's, it's three a long. Hours. It's a long movie. It's a long movie. I want to be in the comfort of my couch when I watch it. To be honest with you, don't worry. I got a good sound system, so I don't have to worry about the whole movie theater thing. So I'm just gonna wait until I can watch it at home in the comfort of my house. So that's what I'll be doing as well. You know, I went. I went once. I saw it. I I was 
extremely inspired. I was crying afterwards. My wife um, said she cried too. I wept, man. Like it's it was I cried. My wife did see it by the way. I so definitely cried some, some stuff. Oh, you cried, Michael? What part I, you cried? Spoilers I, for everybody who like cares. Oh, big spoilers. Yeah. I cry yeah. I cry when 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 they did the whole like Blue Ivy got the online bullying and then she went back up and danced her ass off and Beyonce was so proud and Jay-Z's on the plane talking about Beyonce's smile can't get any wider and just like I was crying my eyes out, man. Yeah, man. I it, it was so many elements of it. Especially with her babies, they're like tri- mm-hmm. like emotionally just had me weeping. I was I was crying a lot. Uh, I cried afterwards. Um, Beyonce, obviously, everybody who watches the show by my now should know how I feel about Beyonce and how she has influenced my life and kept me uplifted in in a whole host of other things. Um, all of that being said, you know. All of that being said, this is coming. Hey, I'm a part of Beehive. Don't sting, okay, in the comments because it comes from a place of love. But again, I, I, I'm not one of these people on the internet that don't uh, acknowledge personhood when it comes to celebrities. Beyonce is a person, okay? She She's a person. She's a very rich, very influential person, very talented person, but a person nonetheless. Um, And... I've been saying this entire time throughout the conflict taking place uh, that everybody should be speaking, her included. And obviously she hasn't. Um, And when the movie dropped, okay, again, it's being shown in Israel. Clips started surfacing on the internet of people in the theater with their Israeli flags, dancing, singing, you won't break my soul. And it set Twitter ablaze. Um oh, and a blaze, and I'm not even going. I there's a whole host of things that I can say, but first I want to validate feelings because everybody has valid reasons for being irritated by seeing that shit. Everybody, if it bothers you, it should just <laughs> like because because of the conflict taking place, because like 44 miles away, people are dying. And then all of these Israeli people in the um, damn theater talking about, she won't break with their flags and shit. It's just, it's so insensitive. Ain't even the word disgusting. Ain't even the word. It's That's not. Crazy. And it, and it's just really fucking unfortunate because I feel like they were doing that before those videos surfaced. Cause the album dropped a year ago. The Beehive is everywhere. Music is distributed everywhere. So if those people were fans in the theater today, then they were fans a year ago when the album dropped. So we've already, unfortunately, been in community with some of these horrible people. So that I, I just want to say that off top. Uh, I, I don't like the whole, oh, this is a new thing. Like, music is distributed everywhere. Them people was already listening to the album. If they came to see the movie, it's clear that they were fans, like, already and use that opportunity to <laughs> highlight whatever fucking plight they think they're going through right now and taking that song and singing it. And I really fucking hate the tweet that popped off showing it because it was like, well, now Break My Soul is an, is an anthem for Israel. Let's like that. I don't like I because <sighs> obviously. There could be people watching this show who are horrific. That's not a representation of us three individuals. You feel me? Again, at the top of the th- at the top of this, I said Beyonce should have been spoke by now. I feel like if she did, um, 
I don't I don't know if this would have still taken place. Like, I'm not sure. But obviously, she still should have spoken. But the type of people that engage with your art. It like I just can't I, I don't I don't see any validity in that part specifically of the fact that like these people are fans that being Beyonce's fault. That's weird to me because like like I just said, we have a show. If horrible people watch our show, it's like, oh, I love Bobby and Michael and Maya. And they're know, like, is that, is that a critique? Are, are people saying that? Yeah. Some, the... some people were talking about like, I can't believe like Beyonce let this happen. And these people are so horrible. Like, like. No, I, I don't, I don't hear the critique that way. I hear it more as just like, um, you know, the, the airing it over there at this time. Uh, I feel like that's the critique. And then there's some people saying that she does have the power to take it down. And there's some people saying she doesn't have the power to take it down. I think regardless, it's it's. um. I mean, like you said, I feel like she should make a statement like regardless. I think if she did have the power to not air it over there, then she shouldn't have aired it over there. And I feel like that's, you know, for like even uh, it, it's such a god this conversation's hard because yeah it's um you know it's bigger than beyonce too as far as like yes like companies are you know putting other movies over there you know like taylor's being um premiered over there and like hunger games and other movies and things like that um but at the same time it's like the timing is crazy, honestly, because in, it's just <laughs> the timing is wild as far as the when it comes to like break my soul and that video coming out like at this time, it does look horrendous. I have to say that it is it horrendous. Terrible, <laughs> right? yeah. And I feel like, OK, since that video did go viral and since now it's a major talking point, I feel like that gives even more of a reason Beyonce should say something because having the song be misappropriated in such a fashion is wild like it's crazy I don't can i ask like, can i ask a question it, real quick it's frustrating what's up My, michael because mm -hmm. you're you're our <laughs> resident swifty i'm sorry mm -hmm. i want to ask because obviously i'm not tapped into that community but Taylor's uh, movie came out a while ago, and it w it aired in Israel. Did yes. she get any backlash from that? Were people dragging her? Were there videos of people in the theater enjoying that or not? I don't know about videos in the theater in Israel, uh, people enjoying it and making, like, you know, certain songs from certain eras, like their new anthem or anything like that. Also, I don't know if Taylor's got a song as powerful as Break My Soul um, <laughs> as another example. Uh but or like as like on the nose as break my soul is for the moment, even though it just it's really disgusting to watch the video. Um, there was backlash from from the the part of the internet and the part of the Swifties that are actually like actually give a shit. I don't know how big that part of the internet is, and to be honest, but I am on that part of the internet, like the good part of the internet, the part of the internet that gives a shit. Yeah, the, the algorithm feeds me the good people. Uh, and I did see people caring. I did see people giving a shit. There are people that I follow that, that give a shit. I can't speak to like majority of Swifties and tell you whether or not they were like really, really clamoring for Taylor to remove the movie from Israel to not have it air there in the first place. Cool. I do like, I talked to you guys already about this. Like I do, I mean, these are cat like Taylor's a capitalist, like Beyonce's a capitalist. So like yeah. 
they're not going to not air the movie on AMC. My personal belief was that they should have just stripped it from AMC in the first place and just had it distributed through Regal and Cinemark. And that was like an easy solution because there isn't, those don't exist in Israel. Right. Um, Cinemark is still overseas. So you still get like your overseas bag. You lose a, what do you lose? Probably like a third of the profit, but you still make money. I don't know. That's just me though. Um, but to answer your question specifically, it's hard to speak for like the majority of Taylor Swift fans, but there was backlash. Certainly. I just can't say how big the audience was that was showing that backlash. Okay. Gotcha. It's like, I mean, I was, I, I, I was like, I was, I felt strongly like about the fact that Taylor Swift shouldn't have had the movie. I'll speak for myself, you know, as a Swifty, it, it was unfortunate. And I, I felt like the same way you guys are speaking about Beyonce. I felt the same way about Taylor. I was like, Taylor, how could you let this movie premiere in Israel with everything going on? You have all this power. Um, I know Bobby said, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if Beyonce has the power. I don't know if she does or doesn't. It's a complicated, it's a, it's a a complicated situation. I get that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just, it is hard to swallow, especially, especially, especially because Taylor's also silent. So especially when you add the silence on top of all of it, it just makes it so much harder to swallow. I agree. And as, as far as like what she can and can't control, like distribution deals have been done. Like it, this was, this was put into place years ago. Uh, as far as like where the movie was going to go, like, and they chose AMC, but AMC has its own distribution deals with theaters all across the world. So like, could could she have pushed back? Could a statement like help like push back? Absolutely, but I I'm still not sold on the whole. She could have told them to take it out and brought because it's so far beyond her legally. They they would have, and this is where the whole capitalist thing though. It it's either like yank it yeah and pay us like six hundred million dollars and maybe some other shit whatever's like in that contract as far as like the 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 money portion of it goes, but. But breaching a contract of that magnitude, I don't know. I I I, I don't know what comes she with that. I don't know it. what the reper like repercussions of it. Left. No, for sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know like the extent of it or like how big it would be or like whatever. Yeah, I mean, you got no details on all that. Yeah. Yeah. So like she could have pushed back for sure. Like she could have made a statement, all of that. But like I don't. Yeah, I don't know the ins. We didn't, none of us know the ins and outs as far as like how to actually get the movie taken out. Because again, every movie shown over here right now is being shown in Israel. Hunger Games, whatever out Barbie was shown in Israel, like all these movies, Oppenheimer, everything that like we've been talking about and enjoying like for the past, whatever has been shown in Israel. So like the biggest thing for me, and I because I I agree with Bobby one hundred percent as far as like. It's really hard to watch. I, I told you guys this in, in our chat. Like, it's really hard to watch Kehlani and Macklemore and, like, artists go super... Like, artists, and they admit, too, like, we've got things to lose by speaking out here, but we don't give a shit. So, like, what? It, what's the excuse for everybody else? Like, what... And, and it's I like, Bob, know, like Bob, Bobby said, like, she has everything... She has every reason to speak now, especially because of these videos that are going viral in these Israel theaters. I feel like it all goes back to a Michael Jordan quote. Oh, hell. Fuck, fuck them kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> Republicans buy sneakers, too. <laughs> that is, wow. He that. He wow. That. I feel oh. like it goes back to that, right? Like, oh, 
at the end of the day, it is about a dollar. And... It's disappointing as hell, man. <laughs> like, like for I... real. Like for real. And here, here's my whole thing. Because I, I got to say that because, like, bringing up MJ, like, even, like, LeBron, like, putting out a pro-Israel statement and stuff, it's like all these people are putting And he still out, ain't said shit. That's what I'm saying. Right, outside of the, the you know, press release pro-Israel That's thing it. That's his statement. Like, that's his statement. That was the statement. But it's like that's so, like, out of pocket for him, and it just feels like there's so much. I don't know. We were talking about this in the chat, too. Like, it, it there the power dynamics involved must be crazy. Y'all have zero clue. Insane. I've obviously I haven't posted in months. I haven't sat down to record a video in months. I've just been doing lives over on Patreon because I've been engrossed in all of the world events. I've gone down many a rabbit hole. Okay. I've done a lot of research and y'all have no clue. <laughs> y'all have no y'all have no clue. Zionists are everywhere and they have millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars that they have been funneling in this country and so many different corporations, things you wouldn't even think about. Zionism. They all over the place. Like I like we said last week, Rowan Blanchard. Hold on, pause, pause. I don't know if we should talk about this. What? So all right, so real quick, so it, we should discuss all right, because of that thing that's about to pass through Congress about Zionism, uh, like anti-Zionism equaling uh, anti-Semitism, how y'all want to go about talking about it? Bruh, what? Yeah, how y'all want to go about it? I feel like that's actually an important... You know what? Maybe this should actually be on the podcast. I think so. What yeah, you actually, talk? I don't even know... what be on the podcast. What you talking about I mean, is what I'm so, trying to figure out. I mean, that was, so, big, that was big news. Yeah, yeah, So, okay, so... There's this. Um, I think it just passed the House. I think it's, it's like last week. Senate next, um, but it's gonna pass. It's completely bipartisan, which is ridiculous. There was only one person that voted against it. Oh my in, god! In the, in the House, so it's saying that anti-Zionism yeah. is going to be anti-Semitism uh, by like the rule of law. So wow, it's um, you know, and, and I think outside of like the real repercussions of that, like immediately are gonna be at these protests. Because you're not going to be able to have like a, a like a pro Palestinian protest without it being labeled anti-Semitic. Yeah. So it's it's they, crazy. So like, it's yeah. Also we fucking calculated. Stuff, that's what I'm saying. So like, when we talk about stuff on this podcast, like, what's the effect of that? That's a way to uh, silence everybody. It's that's a way to I'm silence. Saying. I just want to let. I just want to put it on the record that we are not. <laughs> we are not anti-Semitic. There is a clear difference between anti-Zionism and being anti-Semitic. Way different, uh, completely different things. Um, not all Jewish people are Zionists, and not all Zionists are Jewish. It's completely different things. Um, so, yes, I just want to put that on the record because of this nonsense that's about to go through Congress. This is mind-numbing, bro. Like, yeah, and it's it, it, you're, the the thing that really got me was how bipartisan it was. Like, we can't get the government together for nothing because they, they don't cook one person. So I'm saying the, the people, no. the couple people you do have faith in, just completely let you down on that one. You right. know, because it's a democracy, <laughs> right? Where's the democracy? Sixty percent of Democrats, uh... no, sixty percent of Republicans, seventy percent of Democrats have already called for a ceasefire. What democracy, bro? 
and I don't, and I don't so have no problem with issue saying that. Not, yeah, not the representatives, but the people. Our whole yeah, country yeah, yeah. is saying like, stop this shit, man, and they're not stopping. And I'm telling you, it's because of how deeply engrossed this country is in Zionism. It's it's it. It's everywhere. It's, really it's in everything. They run the music industry. They run the entertainment industry. Melissa Barrera just lost her job. You feel me? It's not like you can see the control. You can see like all of that, which is why. And this is just before I say this, I'm not giving this woman an out. I'm not giving anybody an out who hasn't spoken or said anything because I understand how pivotal it would be if all of these people in power did open their mouths and say something. Um, but I put up a tweet. <laughs> I put up a tweet yesterday and and it yeah, went a little it, it went a little control. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went a little dumb. Uh I had no issue and problem with that. It was that little opinion. What opinion don't have you standing like this and it's one person in like a crowd of people? And I'm just like, the point of it, you can go look. I'm not gonna read my whole tweet, but you can at, go look at, at it. At, at Kyoshi Warrior. A period. <laughs> um my <laughs> point point I was trying to make is I'm not waiting for none of these celebrities to say shit to open my mouth. And what irritates me about this Beyonce conversation is as I was looking through the majority of profiles that we're talking about, I can't Beyonce, you're horrible. Like nah, nah. I go look through your likes, I go look through your posts, and you ain't said shit about the genocide until today when it was time to bash Beyonce. And that shit just... pissed me the hell off. That made me angry because why it turns into some stand shit immediately because so many people have been silent people with platforms and people without platforms haven't said shit but now that we talking about beyonce y'all want to come on and be like oh i can't believe it uh, uh beyonce supports genocide y'all need to shut the fuck up that's wild that's that is that's insane I, to me there's valid critique though i thought I, I have a counterpoint to that because that goes to show the importance of saying something like because just because Beyonce entered the conversation now everyone's talking about it. Right? Yeah. And so that's what so the counterpoint is once again that's the reason why she should say something because if Beyonce says something everybody's going to start talking about it, raising awareness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes, I hate cuz we talked about this before we even started the podcast cuz I was I was saying like I hate how a lot of the time like on Twitter, Stan Twitter, like conversations get hijacked about certain topics just to bash the artist, which is what you're yeah. talking about. I agree with that 100%. I do think in this situation, like it really does show like the power and the cultural relevance and all that stuff Beyonce still holds. Yeah. And I it's, think, you know, it's just the hypocrisy the day, pissed just, me the hell off. It yeah, just no, does. It's definitely. It's definitely hypocritical for sure because you know the idea of like it, it, they don't care beforehand and then they just hop on it just to bash beyonce but there it's like two it's like two sides of the same coin i think i think it just adds again to the importance of like saying something i really do at the end like i i i don't know that's no, it and all of that is all of that is valid. All of that is that's what I'm saying. I'm like, there's valid critique and criticism happening, but at the same time, y'all can't. <laughs> we had this whole conversation last night. <laughs> we, had, we had this Which whole. Part? Which part? We had this whole conversation last night, dog. But I'm like, cause you talking about shift and blame and all this other stuff. I'm like, bro, 
It's not about that. It's about the fact that everybody should be opening their mouth right now. And if you waiting for Beyonce or Taylor Swift or somebody in power to open their mouth before you open your mouth, you part of the problem. Sorry to tell you. Sorry. Bro, everybody should have been opening their mouth right now. Platform, no platform. Every post matters. Everybody opening their mouth and telling what's happening in Palestine and Congo and Sudan right now matters. Would help from those people be a boost most fucking definitely but guess what guess what who outnumbers who let's get down to the brass like there's more of us than there are of celebrities if millions of us were if there are mil if millions of us were opening our mouths which we are if millions of us were opening our mouths and talking about see what look what we've done Look at the impact that like we've made and the noise that we've made without all these people too. I'm not saying that they shouldn't talk. That's that never come out of my mouth. They should. I'm just saying, look what we've done by ourselves without them. I'm not waiting for them. I'm disappointed as hell. Only one of my faves is open their mouth. I'm like, bro, y'all want to cancel me? I'll say, cool, let's cancel everybody then. Because I can guarantee ain't none of y'all faves said shit. Only one of my faves has Kaylani. Shout out to her, one of the realest people in the industry. She's open her mouth, but I can guarantee if we go through your music library or your TV or your movie uh, 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 library right now, I guarantee you, you just like to erase all that shit. Let's erase it then. I'm just, I don't, I have, I've, I've made the conscious choice not to single anybody out because it's so blanketed, because so many people haven't said shit. And Beyonce is extremely powerful. We know that. That goes without saying. That goes without saying. I'm saying she not the only one that's not saying shit. So let's I just drag the collective. It just makes it, I, I get it. And then people were talking about, oh, because of like Beyonce's, you know, uh, uh, her art and how much she talks about black liberation and all of that, all of that is valid. And I understand even more reason why she should be opening her mouth, even though she canceled performances back in 2014 and in 2016 in Israel. Okay. They had her set up to perform out there and she said no um that was like i said that was in 2016 nothing nobody nothing's been said like since then or done or anything but i think that that's like it you can't say that she ain't been on a side because when the bds said please don't come out here and perform she did it they they led a boycott and was like yeah no performers come out to israel like please and beyonce did not go but she still ain't said shit should she say something now yeah but like you know who else has made their entire career about black liberation? Kim Kendrick Lamar. Where the fuck is he at? <laughs> J. Cole. Where the fuck is he at? I'm laughing because you said you were going to bring it up. I was waiting for you to bring it up. Like, it, <laughs> and, and, and Kendrick's career has been about black liberation and freedom of black you, people from the very beginning. It's and what's different. different about it? The fact that he's a man? He, what's no, different? the fact that he doesn't have a movie in the movie theater with the anthem popping off. Like I told you, if he had a movie over there, and there was people recording all them singing we gonna be all right people would have been on his ass too they oh, would have well, yeah. been destroying him well yeah a, that's i'm what just I'm saying, saying but if so y'all like, want to use that as a point of reference talking about beyonce's whole thing is about black liberation i could think of a bunch of different artists this whole thing is about black sure. liberation and they ain't said shit. so now what no but i just think the idea is because the whole the whole thing that sparked this whole thing about beyonce's silence outside of the general chitter chatter about it before yeah because we were already talking the about video it. in the movie theater like yeah. that's really what popped everything off and put it back in the spotlight because it <sighs> it completely associated and linked her music 
with like Zionism essentially. Can like, I say something? Linked it, which Please. is that has not happened with Kendrick's music as of yet, and hopefully it doesn't. Uh, hopefully, yeah. I don't want I it's this is a conspiracy. I'm gonna say that first and foremost. Oh, this is a yeah, 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 yeah. This is a conspiracy. This does not I don't know if I co-sign <laughs> this yet before she said You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to, but I'm observant. I I one's gotta go. Conspiracy theories. You said you get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> she said she got rid of him. Oh, <laughs> oh shout out I'm to our over, Patreon. We did, we did one's gotta go. We did one's gotta go on we our did. Patreon. Yeah, conspiracy theories was one of her options, and she said she'd get rid of it, but I don't know. She's not staying true to that. Because, uh, because something irritated me, dog. I listen, be clear, be clear. Again, this is not I, I have no like complete proof of this. Look at Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm worried. Uh. <laughs> I don't have I don't have complete proof of this, but it all feels so it feels calculated as shit to me that Israel the the yeah Israel on Twitter made a post and it was a video it was a very like it was it was like a pre recorded like you know like a little video um of them talking about Beyonce this young lady who was um who was taken by Hamas really wants to meet you. And they added her and everything. And it was like, wherever her concert is, like, we're going to be there. And those of us know Beyonce is no longer on tour. She hasn't been for, for a little while now. Um, but them being like, yeah, like Beyonce, we just really want to. And then people in Israel with their flags in the theater singing, you won't break my soul. And then that video comes out like a couple hours later. I'm sorry. Wait, so what's the conspiracy? You put it together. <laughs> you put it together. Because that, that, <laughs> that, that video that Israel posted talking about Beyonce, come, we're going to take her to, please, this little girl wants to meet you. And then we love Beyonce and stuff. So, they, either the saw the, they either saw the discourse of everybody online dragging Beyonce for that video and they put that shit together real quick or they knew mm. it was going to happen. You don't think maybe there's just a bunch of beehives in Israel? Well, that too, that 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 too. But did did Israel drop a tweet for Taylor? Because the Errors movie out there and Taylor is global. I don't know. We've we talked about that all the time. About Taylor still, Swift. What's the conspiracy? <laughs> like I don't hear a conspiracy. <laughs> what is the conspiracy to bring Beyonce's like public opinion down? Like what's the conspiracy? <laughs> I think they're they're using her as a tool as a propaganda tool because they're losing the propaganda war. They are online. They're losing it. Um from from the standpoint of us knowing the truth about what they've actually been doing um over in Gaza. But it, it's all this discourse around Beyonce, they sing and break my soul with the Israeli flags in the theater, and then Israel mm -hmm. drops that video on the Twitter talking about Beyonce, we love it wherever she wherever Beyonce is touring right now, like we're gonna go and uh, that don't sound current to me because Beyonce is not on tour. So when did y'all make this video? I don't know. I don't I don't that, so I do. I don't know. But I'm not gonna spell it out no more. Anybody in the comments wanna put it together? Y'all put like it together. Conspiracies never get spelt out, so that makes sense. <laughs> do I have to say it? Do I have to say it? That's what I'm asking you to. <laughs> 
this was orchestrated. They told but them people to what, go into though? the theater to to cause. You know what outrage marketing is, bro. You know that. You know what that is. People mad and talking about but, shit. And Israeli people in the comments of Beyonce's post now, like, B, we love you, queen. Oh, my God. We know you love Israel, girl. We love, oh, my God. Yeah. We love your movie, girl. As with most. Where are the Israeli, where is the Israeli people in Taylor Swift's comments too. talking about the errors movie? Where's the, where's the, because the movie. If we talking about concert movies, because that's clearly like what we're talking about, because there's other movies mm -hmm. like playing, but like I guess we're talking about concerts or whatever. What none of that happening? Not that I saw, and I went looking underneath Taylor's comments for her thinking on some shit. I, and I see. I think I, it's like what Michael said. Like what? When did they make that video? When, when did they make Taylor that video? Swift's music. <laughs> when did they make that video? Shake it off. Like yeah. They gonna no, do? Fool. no, no, no. <laughs> when they when did Israel blank space? No, Blanks. fool. No, fool. When did Israel make that video? Cardigan. No, Keep it going. Keep it going. Like, what are we? What are we getting at here? You belong with me. Bad blood. They said in that video, well, whatever, wherever Beyonce's on tour, like she's on tour right now, like we're gonna, we're gonna make sure she goes to the next stop. Like we, we love Beyonce. Beyonce is not on tour. So when was this video made? When was the video? May, goddamn it. That don't make no sense to me. That part of it doesn't make any know. sense to me. I, I'm because all of that discourse happens, and then literally two, three hours later, Israel drops that video of that little girl who was uh, apparently kidnapped by Hamas, and she's a big Beyonce fan. Dog, I could y'all can say I'm crazy. I get it. I said it was conspiracy. I have no proof to that, but but I mean, they knew the movie was coming out, so it could have just been to market the movie. Why they marketing Beyonce's movie specifically out of every because other movie Beyonce, that's happened? That's the point. That's the it's point. Taylor it's, Swift. it's Taylor Swift. It's Taylor okay, Swift. It's Taylor Swift. Okay, so? Okay, so what? Nick? What you mean, so? <laughs> so what? I'm, so I'm, what? I'm, I gotta admit, I'm semi lost here. <laughs> I'm lost too. I'm so confused. <laughs> I hope so, I hope I hope somebody watching this I, is catching what I'm putting down. It is what it is. It's fine. None of this negates the fact that all these people should be speaking. None of it. None of it removes uh, the responsibility know, of that. But I just thought that it was very. Interesting. Yeah, I was just gonna say we haven't said a word about the movie. Um, because I am. I'm probably gonna end up doing a video about it and going super, 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 super in depth. But again, with what's happening right now. I think I'm going to hold off on that and just wait. Also, I only watched it once and I'm not going back to the theater to see it. Uh, so my memory well, of I it get... is kind of sparse. I'll give you a couple. Michael's I'll down. give you a couple things. Yeah, if Maya wants to hold it to the vest for now, that's totally understandable. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit, but you go, Michael. I want to hear your thoughts, actually. Let's go back and forth just a tiny bit then without you giving up too much detail then. I'm down. I, I'm down. I thought I, I love this shift to the positivity. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> the, I thought I the movie was incredible. It was inspiring. It was emotional. As we said off. Did we did we say in the video or before we got on video that we were crying? I was crying. It was on the video. It was on the video. Yes, I shed tears. Um, I had to really think about it after I was done watching the movie. It's the best concert slash documentary i've ever seen uh, it's the best one i've ever seen it's homecoming on steroids yeah like it, it, it's the the and you can call it like you can't call it 
a concert film 100% because there's so much behind the scenes going on, but there's enough performances to call it a concert film. There's also enough behind the scenes stuff to call it a documentary. Like it really is both somehow. And part of that is the three hour runtime. My, that's my, it's not a complaint, but like I did feel the runtime a little bit towards the end. I was like, oh, this is pretty long. Um, Time but, flew. But, but I was still like completely riveted and enthralled the whole time. Um, but yeah, just seeing like they did, they did an amazing job, like portraying the effect that this whole era of Beyonce has had on people, particularly the people that were showing up. Like you can see how important um, being there and being a part of the moment was for everybody in the crowd. Um, they did an amazing job talking. Like there, I learned. I didn't even know who Uncle Johnny was. I learned about an Uncle Johnny. Incredibly, yeah. incredibly powerful story celebrating him and his impact on Beyonce and what she's been able to do, spreading that that message and that love, creating the safe space that she has for her concert, kind of in, in honor of Uncle Johnny. It felt like. Um, Blue Ivy obviously is a big story. I don't know if you want to talk about Blue Ivy a little bit here, but I feel like you can't not talk about Blue Ivy. My Capricorn sister. She's the leader. She the head honcho. She was like a <laughs> semi-star of the movie. She is, is She is the only star of my eyes. She was clapping <laughs> back. The way she was clapping back at her mama. Yeah. We'll talk about it in detail. But Beyonce is the man. I mean, uh, Blue Ivy is the manager that we've all been saying that she is. Jokingly on the internet, it's true. She is. Yeah. <laughs> She's a man. She's a manager. Man, she, I learned about, I was learning about, I didn't really know anything about Blue Ivy. I was learning about this powerful little kid who put the work in. And Beyonce said, like, you're not getting up on that stage without putting the work in. She put the work in. She put the work in and she earned her spot up there. Um, Beyonce, and, and like, speaking of work, Beyonce working through a broken knee to come back. That was in the documentary. And they, I thought that, that was really cool. It reminded me of some, <laughs> some, some, some stuff with athletes. Um, I think people forget too that like performing is an athletic. I have a hot take. Endeavor, yeah. Uh, Beyonce is. <laughs> Beyonce is a greater athlete than a lot of your faves. I'm talking about the tippy top. Beyonce is a better athlete than LeBron. He be mm -hmm. on the floor for like 60 minutes, 60, 72 minutes, but Beyonce be moving across the stage that is, for hours on end. That's beyond a hot take. I just got to say that. <laughs> for hours and hours on end. I don't know. Beyonce, I... <laughs> Beyonce is moving. Bobby is so stayed. stressed right now. Bobby is so <laughs> fucking stressed right now that you just said that. I want y'all to look at Beyonce's training schedule and make let make LeBron do Beyonce's training schedule in, in right. heels in heels like she does. I don't Let's know. Let's do it. The money that LeBron spends on his on his body is historical. The work he puts in is historical. I don't know if I would go there, but I get. Well, let's I, see. Let's see. I get what you're trying to let's, say. Let's, wait, 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 wait. I want to put it to the test. <laughs> I would agree with the initial statement of she's more athletic than most of y'all faves. Artists, artists, not LeBron. I'm talking. No, LeBron. no, no. I'm talking about athletes too. Not LeBron. Though. I'm talking about athletes Le too. LeBron is a tough pull. LeBron is like the, the <laughs> literal like best athlete of all time. So I, we can't throw LeBron in there. She said LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to piss Bobby off real bad. <laughs> you always, hey, you always irking me. I had to. The I reason to. why too is actually not even because your statement. I feel like when people talk about basketball and conditioning, they always think that like people always say, "Oh, it's not physical." You know, like when that? you talk about like comparing it to like football and stuff like that. Mm. Basketball is an extremely grueling sport. Like people no, for don't real. get it unless yeah. people play it. But like LeBron is like 250 pounds and he's like 39 
and he's still out there doing ridiculous things. He's he's a better athlete than some of the youngins still, which is crazy. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, mm. And like, yeah, LeBron. I, I can't agree with. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to see LeBron people. do Beyonce's training. Uh, Beyonce's training ritual and her. Um, and her show. LeBron is just the, do it. He's just the wrong person. In heels. In, the wrong person to bring into. I this. mean, he probably like if he practiced in heels, I'm sure he could. Yeah. Oh, and the I'm reason looking. why I'm saying that is because you're talking about a game. Do you know how many hours they condition for? Like out. You know how many hours Beyonce conditions for? No, hours saying, before getting on the stage. Stamina. Like people like LeBron, Kobe, them people, they stay in the gym all. <laughs> so does so does Beyonce. This is so when she's okay, not so in the, when okay. she's not in the that's studio. This is the yeah, silliest thing we've ever done. It is very silly. I agree. agree. (laughs) By far, it's the silliest tangent. And that's not to downplay what Beyonce does. No, it's not. Beyonce is an athlete. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce is an athlete. Be clear. This is ridiculous. She at the age of 42 to put on the kind of show she did and the kind of kind of tour she did and the kind of choreography she did. It should absolutely be commended. Like like my Beyonce is older than LeBron. That's crazy. This is true. Yeah, so taking LeBron out of it, I completely agree. <laughs> How long has LeBron been playing basketball? Beyonce's been singing since 20, she was six. 21 years. Oh, look at that. No, Beyonce still has a beat. That's an NBA. So is she for Shout out LeBron. Anytime LeBron gets brought up, I'll defend him. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to M.A. Udoka. So the movie was that was actually funny though a, yeah it was, <laughs> really, that, was, that was pretty fun that was hilarious the the movie yeah. the movie was a feat it was astonishing the co- <laughs> the costumes and the edits of the shots of every costume that would like flicker every couple seconds to a different shot of like a different costume they like they clearly use footage of like every single show and you could tell that every show had different costumes which i thought was like astonishing the amount of written work. directed and edited by beyonce Carter. her fourth one by the way she this is just her this is her routine to direct write edit her own films just Whenever she got that laptop, you know, she's been working on this movie for the whole tour. And her, honest, that was my biggest takeaway from the whole movie was her work ethic. The whole, like, you know, her talking about the fact that, like, she's a black woman and she gets questioned because of that. She gets doubted because of that. And people come at her, like, she says she wants something done. And people are like, oh, yeah, it's done. She's like, no, it's not done the way I want it done. I Googled, I Googled that. I Googled the lens. You're, you're wrong. And she's just completely like letting people know, like it's gonna be my way or it's gonna be like no other way. And she was, that was like, "They're like this bitch will not give up. She yeah, won't." That was it. Was so inspirational watching that part of the film. Just her demand of excellence. Um, the multiple hats, the multiple Beyonces, like the stage Beyonce, the mom wife Beyonce, the business person Beyonce, comp- three completely different people. Just like incredibly inspiring to watch this film and. Um, yeah, I just I, I want to put this to bed. I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm gonna put something to bed when you're done. Go ahead. No, she. Well, there was kind of like a closing thing I wanted to talk to you about a little bit too. So go ahead, put put to bed wherever you want to put to bed. Um, Beyonce is the greatest performer, living or dead. Listen to what I'm saying. Performer. Beyonce is the greatest performer, living or dead. We love Michael Jackson. We do. Michael Jackson ain't never talked about a light. Michael Jackson is always hyper-focused. I've watched many Michael Jackson videos. I I went down a rabbit hole with him, too. Obviously was obsessed, like, when I was younger. 
And and he he was always hyper focused about what's going on on the stage, which is obviously incredible. Like he made sure the background dances, everything was tip top shape as far as like that aspect of the show. He was not behind the scenes. He was not cultivating lights and camera angles. He wasn't he wasn't working on uh, uh, the type of sets that like Beyonce has the shows that she's cultivated, the detail that goes into everything that she um, presents on stage. Beyonce is the greatest performer living or dead. And it might take her to pass away for y'all to feel that way, but it's true. And it's been like that for many years now. I'm sorry. She's done far too many monumental things, cultivated far too many monumental moments down to the bare roots, costumes, everything she hand selects she's in every room there's no aspect of that movie or that show that she did not have a hand in the extravagance that y'all saw the screen that was built by hand all of that she 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 had a hand in everything so that's why i'm like nah man she she's the greatest performer because that all of what i just said are aspects of performance the staging everything she's a performer in every aspect she's the greatest that's it. I have no problem with. She's the greatest I've ever seen. So I, I certainly have no problem. Know what I have a problem with? Oh, hell. Here we go. Let me tell you what I have a problem with. Here we go. I have a problem with how Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan turned into symbols of perfection that no one can outdo. It pisses me off. Because it has nothing to do with them individually. Maya, why'd you, bring up, why'd you bring up LeBron? You fucked up. <laughs> LeBron. I said Michael Jordan. Said, uh, I brought up LeBron. But this is this is gonna this is gonna you. this is gonna turn into a oh, LeBron thing. No, listen, because it's propaganda. Okay, <laughs> it's globalization, and everyone was introduced. Everyone was introduced to Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan globalization, like as first of something. Michael Jordan brought basketball to the world, and he was the epitome of what it meant to be a good basketball player. So yeah. now, no basketball player will ever be able to surpass Michael Jordan because he is a symbol of the epitome of perfection same thing with michael jackson michael jackson introduced everyone to the music video introduced the people to a new level of performing like that's why they were going crazy when they would see him live because back then you know we don't they didn't have no TikTok. you couldn't see him perform every single night so it was like this once in a lifetime i'm seeing michael jackson on the stage and it like that level of notoriety and stuff will never ever happen again ever never too much yeah. access now and it's like because, for example, if Renaissance wasn't on TikTok every day and Renaissance didn't turn into a movie and you can only see Renaissance one time in your life, it would have that level of renown. Agreed. But that's just not the way the world works anymore. Mm -hmm. And so whether Beyonce is or is not a, a better performer of Michael than Michael Jackson, when it comes to the topic of it, no one's ever going to put her above Michael Jackson because of propaganda. Because he turned into a symbol like Batman in the Dark Knight. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a symbol. It's not ever about actually comparing the things Beyonce does to Michael Jackson or yeah. the things that LeBron James does compared to Michael Jordan. It's just about... It's, a, it's about passing it's a crazy, the baton. It's a, it's a whatever, whatever fucking... Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Yes. Hate you so bad. <laughs> That's what I finally got a reference. Let's yes. go. Yes. Thank yes. you for including me, Bobby. Yes. Listen. That's what I don't like. It's a Fugazi. <laughs> whether it's a, whether it's Beyonce or another person, I feel like <clears throat> someone will eventually pass Michael Jackson. 
I do yeah. think in a lot of ways Beyonce has passed Michael Jackson in like and it's not Drake and it's not Drake. I don't give a fuck how yeah, many billboards, Who, anything you have. Are, were people actually like debate? I thought it was a joke. Were people serious about? No, that? it's because he's about to have more number ones or something. I don't know what the stats are, but apparently he's yeah, about just, to surpass Michael Jackson in something related to charts, and that yeah, means yeah, he'll have nothing like more number ones. Than that means Jackson. absolutely nothing. But yeah, it's not really comparable because of stream because uh, of streaming, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like how. Also, we're in this attitude, and I don't know if it's like a really deep-rooted societal thing of like wanting to go back. Like even with like MAGA and shit, right? Like we're we're stuck in this like phase of like everything was better back then. Basketball was better back then. Music was better back then. Like, why as a culture are we so fixated on the past? And never show because the present is depressing. Right in front of us. Because the present is depressing as hell. <laughs> but, okay, that's true. Like on a on an overall level, right? Yeah, you know overall. Yeah. Like, because like you said, like when artists pass away, all of a sudden, since there's no level of like expectations left or like whatever could be, and people start judging what's there because there's nothing else that's going to come, so they judge yeah. what it is for what it is. Now all of a sudden, the conversation shift. Right. I'm gonna look but back on like, the shit Beyonce did and be like. Exactly. And I and that's going to piss me the hell off because I'm here LeBron now. Retires, people will call him better than Michael Jordan. I guarantee it. As soon as he retires, but it's always like I think because the potential of things being better is there. <laughs> They're Michael. Michael. <laughs> yeah, it's true. LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. It's facts. Oh, uh, y'all can't have this fight, my man. Get out of the past. Y'all can't have this fight. Not even better than Kobe, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course he is. Not even comparable. We've talked about this before. It's fine. Yes. We talked oh, about yeah, this before. Yeah. It's fine. I so, was scared. I was like, I don't want the text messages again, please. <laughs> yeah. Y'all were y'all were on one for like forty five. Steph over minutes. Kobe too. So, so you uh yeah. So you know what it's like to be me then basically when it's when it's you guys. Yeah. Kind of just what? constantly. Whenever y'all get in y'all sports bag, I just I hide my I hide my alerts. <laughs> I'm glad I can be the one in all these conversations. <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bobby. It's never me and Maya. It's always Bobby at the center. Bobby of is the fucking instigator. He's the instigator. He always would play devil's advocate. Well, you know. <laughs> I do love doing that. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I wanted to close the Beyonce thing out with a question for Maya, the the the, the member of the Beehive here, um, because the film is a feat. Like I said, it's the best that I've ever seen. That's music related, musical, documentary, concert film. Um, there's so much going aside from the actual fact that like the concert exists in so many different facets of the film. You got the Uncle Johnny, you got the Blue Ivy, the Broken Knee, the Homecoming to Houston, Jay Z's involvement in the in the film visually you got the costumes you got the 5,000 foot panel that you mentioned Maya that they put together hand by hand um the, the, the demand of excellence the the pregnant trumpeter like you got Beyonce's treatment of employees um you know showing how that's done as well uh there's there's so much going on in the movie it's actually unbelievable they fit that all that in, in a film even though it's long it's still unbelievable they fit all of it in yeah they never mentioned act two and um, I know that another big part of the film too, I felt like was the human experience of turning 40. Uh, it does feel like Beyonce is kind of saying a farewell for now. Do you, no, how do you, do you feel like that's the case? I, it feels like someone who has put everything into this tour and into this film and wants to take time for her children, which was like the biggest part of the film. Her kids were the biggest part of the movie. Yeah. And it feels like that's kind of a farewell to everybody for now. Like, Hey, 
I want to spend time with my kids now for real, not just on a tour. She emphasized being a mom. She emphasized her mother in the film as well um, and her father as well. Uh, it just feels like somebody that's ready to be a mom for a little bit watching this film. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like we might not see her for a while now with everything that she showed us in this movie? Um. Well, we know the three acts are three different albums, so she's not done. Okay. That's that's why in the movie she was like the Renaissance ain't over, because mm. it's not. Um, the last song at the end of well, we already said spoilers, but the, the but the song playing during the credits it's from the next album called My House. Okay. <laughs> is what we believe, or it could be a bridge to the next album. But she said off top that that it was a three act project, so we're expecting two more albums. Um, after that. I don't know. It gives that, don't it? <laughs> yeah. Watch, watching this movie, it feels like Artists a never retire. Feel, not a, not a permanent farewell. Yeah, not like, permanent. But no like way, she has no all her kids are young, and you're absolutely right. As far as um, her kids were like one of the main one of the main, if not the main focal point of the movie. Like mm -hmm. Blue is Blue is eleven now. I forget how old the twins are, but but she's a mother of three, man, and she and she wears so many hats. She had to fly to fly to Pat. Was it Paris? Just to Pans, get, France. Just to get France. Just to get a little bit of time off in between the tour dates, just to spend some time with her kids and like some real yeah. time, like so they can have peace and not be a part of all this chaos. It just it feels like that. Yeah, she might it. If she does, then I I wouldn't have anything bad to say about it. I'm I'm not ungrateful. I feel like a lot of other people might be though be like, but girl, like <laughs> Beyonce has given us so much, and even with just this first act, I'm like, damn, bitch, two more. Like I'm ex <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm tired. It's gonna be a movie for every act. Like you just you just don't know what her you you have no clue. So if that does turn out to be the case, I will completely understand it, and it will obviously be supportive of that. Um because of how much she's given us not even just renaissance but all her other albums too like mama has music that's why when people try to drag rihanna <laughs> for her for her going and moving on with her life and, and and having her man and her kids and not really giving a fuck about me the woman has many 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 albums out these people make art but also they're humans so they have to have space for other things in their lives i'm i've never been a the fan to be like, well, where the fuck is she? Like, what is it? Like, bruh, can people live? <laughs> like, exist outside of this one realm of their life. Like, she she has children now. So, yeah, if she does, then I'd, I'd be like, cool, good, go. Take a break. Be tired. Because she's exhausted. You saw it. Like, that one clip that's going around now where she could barely stay the fuck awake mm -hmm. in rehearsal it's not a joke or a game. Like she puts her everything into it. So if she did step back, I'd be like, go, go, go sleep for as long as you want to go spend time with your kids. Like, and she was like, I still do all of this. And I still try to make sure that I, I take my kids to school. I still try to make sure like they, cause they don't care what the fuck I do for a job to them. I'm just their mom. And, and when I get off that stage, they just want their mom. So uh, if, if that turns out to be the case, then good is how I feel. I thought the I thought the ending. I mean, we said spoiler for everybody already, so we've already spoiled the hell out of the movie for anyone. That hasn't yeah, seen yeah, it. yeah, for but sure. I thought the ending was really poignant. the The little chat with Jay Z in the plane, and he's like, he asks her how she's feeling about everything, and he's like, she gives an answer, and he's like, no, go deeper. It's not good enough. I want a better answer from you. 
And I just thought that that was like this. This this. She's so like she's so bigger than life, like larger than life. This is the only person that could like really, ground her for real. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. And Outside thought, of her parents, yeah. I thought that was so powerful too. Watching that and just like seeing that their relationship is that strong, and he's at if you watch the compilations, he's at every single concert. He's on tour with her. He's, he's like been at every date. He's leading the, the 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 dance lines. Like it's just it's he's they're waiting for uh, Blue Ivy to get back after a performance. He's backstage waiting for her to get off, like telling her like your mom. She smart. is such a goofball, Blue. Kidding <laughs> <laughs> when she was dancing in the back backstage. <laughs> It was just so like the kids were the kids were the star of the movie. The kids were the, the stars. The kids were the kids were the stars. If, yeah. the, if this is Beyonce's final act, I know you said she might have albums left, but if if this is her final act, I think this is the way to go out for now, obviously, because she's not going anywhere permanently. Absolutely. I just I I'll be very honest and say obviously I've just been in the depths and the trenches, like mentally, around everything happening in the world. It's been very, very hard for me to come up for air. I, I've come up for air to like do our show and like try to stay engaged with like my patrons and the people that support me and shit. But I've been struggling, man. I'm a cry. Fuck. I've been struggling like shit to try to like recenter myself or like be joyful. And that movie gave me so much fucking joy. So when I came, and that was the first joy that I felt. In months, man, like genuinely, like where I'm not thinking about anything else and I'm just sitting and I'm like, like, fuck, like escapism is needed. And that's why I feel like I fell down on my job as far as like providing escapism for people as well, uh, because I've been so tapped in, but like getting online and seeing the discourse, like after seeing the movie, like pissed me the fuck off. And I, I was angry and I was defensive and I feel like that's understandable. And that's why I gave her that that blanket. I'm like, I'm not going to excuse the fact that she hasn't said anything because so many people haven't said anything. But please don't shit on this woman like she's the only person that hasn't said shit. Like, God damn. It just, it just, I was just sad as fuck seeing them people in the theater like dancing around and shit. I'm like, y'all had to go and fucking ruin like the one like thing that just made me so fucking happy within these last couple months. And it just shattered my spirit, man. I was like, fuck, we just can't have shit. We just can't have anything, man. And I'm disappointed and I'm sad. And and I want people to open their mouths and I want everybody to tap the fuck in and, and pay attention to what's happening because we are a collective. This individualistic mindset that our country, not even country, the world has set into motion where people don't think about shit outside of themselves is sick. And, and, and we're crumbling because of it. So everybody needs to tap in. Everybody needs to open their mouths. But that shit just fucked me up, man, in a real way. Like, I was just like, because I was going to go see it again. I ain't know it was playing in Israel. I was going to go see it again. I was like, and now because of like, obviously the way I've been carrying things and I've been, I've been super militant and I, and that none of that has gone away. But I've 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 very much just wanted to go to sleep for like a week and not wake up and then come back. I I just I I've needed a mental break. I've been crumbling. Me personally, I'm speaking for myself. I just have, and and I took that moment as so much fucking solace, and that's why I broke the fuck down in my car the way I did afterwards. I'm like, God damn, 
this woman is is fulfilling her life purpose. She's doing what she's was put here to do. I want to do the same thing. And I've just been down, man. I'm glad it could give you some a moment of joy for real. It just like fucked me. It just fucked me up, man. Like in a real way. And I was just mad as shit when I got online and saw that. I was like, you know, just evil, man. Say, it's fucking evil. It's just evil. And people were acting like say, Beyonce was like, let's let's go and put it in Israel. Let's like just ignore. I'm like, y'all can't put all of these words in her mouth. You can't put all them words in Taylor's mouth. They ain't said shit. But don't make your own assumptions and the things that was going on. I'm sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it either. I'm not gonna do what I just said. I'm not gonna put words in their mouth or make assumptions or anything. But but it's big. We have we have bigger issues than Beyonce, and that's all I'm gonna say. We got bigger issues than all these celebrities who ain't saying shit. We do, we do, and I'm not gonna use them as a cop out not to stand on business. Yeah, I want I'm to not one part that you said because I feel like I, I've been hearing people say this a lot. And I personally don't like it. I don't like when people refer to art or any type of entertainment, honestly, as like a form of escapism. I don't like it because really? I feel like, no, nah, I hate it because I feel like it then makes it seem like art's like not of the world or like entertainment is like not of the world. Like it's like you're, it, it's um, like you're avoiding reality by diving into this thing. I don't like that. I don't feel like that's true. I think it's yeah. a vital part of being human. I think, uh, you know, on the artistic side, I feel like art is like one of the most important things when it comes to humanity It's the expression. It's the it's the truest form of expression. Then even like on the entertainment side of things, like something like basketball, it's like I don't see it as escapism when I sit and I watch the Lakers play like it's a lifestyle like it's it's. It's part of like who I am. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, if anything, it feels like everything else is escapism. It feels like having to make money is escapism because it's like taking me out of like actually enjoying life for what it is, like needing to pay bills. Now, that's escapism. I feel like <laughs> having joy and enjoying things and all that, that's reality. And then society makes us escape from that so we can like go work for the man and all that shit. That's real escapism. Oh, wow yeah, yeah listen I just, that. I just thought of that just now like because it's always irritated me but i never knew why but wow vocalizing that now that's true no that that's makes sense that, that makes sense is escapism i respect that i respect yeah that, that, that redefining or true definition of escapism definitely respect yeah. that. i agree with that as well because there's so much I've, i was like damn i've had no joy i've had no joy since like and and and, and, and i real and I ain't feel no particular way about it because of like all the events that are taking place and because like I'm 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 tapped in and my my entire timeline is what's happening other places. Um and I already like zoom out. So it was it, it's just been really hard for me to enjoy anything. Um, even if I want to. You know, yeah. I did it, it it's been a mix of guilt and like no guilt. <laughs> Like, I was like, damn, I didn't realize what I've been feeling this whole time was survivor's guilt, bro. I've been yeah, seeing dead bodies real. for months now. I've been seeing people lose their homes and their families and bloodlines and shit for weeks. I've, I've, I've just been sitting over here in my room, grateful to be alive, grateful to have my pooch and my family 
and 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 trying not to um and, and doing everything that I can. You know, I would hit the street, but my mama said my stuff would be on the street when I came back if I did that because she doesn't want me risking my life, but I would. <laughs> I, would. I definitely would. I also have my pooch now and I kind of want to stay alive for Romeo. Once he's gone, then we'll we'll talk about it. But it's it's I agree with everything that she said because I'm like, damn, I really just haven't been watching shit like how you usually just stream shit and just chill and like relax or whatever and like tap into like other things outside of society i just haven't been able to it's been bad for me in in that in that area so i just yeah everything you said (laughs) the last thing i want to say about um the last thing i want to say is about the movie again really quick just to wrap wrap up my end of things here because it's kind of in response to maya's emotional response um, I'm sorry about that, by the way. No, like, well, we're, that's that's what we're here for. We're here for for you to feel like you have a safe space, I mean, much like Beyonce created this safe space for everybody at, at these concerts. And um, I think that's also part of the emotional response too, is to know that that can even exist, that that's possible. Um, yeah. But I, I, I encourage the movies just still in theaters. It just came out last week. I encourage everybody that can watch the movie to go watch the movie. Um, not at AMC theaters. Go somewhere else because it's showing other places now. Don't go to AMC. Go go to go to Cinemark is a far superior theater anyway. Go to Cinemark. Um Max, or or so true. Cinemark is by far it's just like I don't even know that's why you, AMC why do people still go to AMC? I don't know. But anyways, uh I encourage anyone to go see the movie in Cinemark or Regal. I don't don't go to Regal, go to Cinemark. Um <laughs> Uh, it's kind of in response to Maya's emotional response to the film, my emotional response to the film. I just think it's so pow- like my biggest takeaway from the movie by far is, and it's easier. Yes. Beyonce has deep pockets, so it makes it easier to get to this point in your life. Yes. I acknowledge that, but watching somebody feel so free, like get to the point in their life where they feel complete freedom for the first time in their life is such a powerful thing. And I long so strongly for everybody listening to this now to feel that way at some point in their lives. I don't think I've gotten there yet and maybe it'll take till 42. I don't know. Um, But I long for that feeling and just watching the movie and seeing somebody really feel so free for the first time at that point, at this point in their life um, was a really powerful thing and something that I long for and I long for everyone else to feel. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't want. Damn, you just closed it out all nice. I wanted to say one more thing because I was thinking. Because after uh, I came home, I was obviously wired from like seeing the movie, and I just went back and watched like a bunch of old like Beyonce performances. Watched the Destiny's Child uh, live in Atlanta, Destiny's Fulfilled tour. <laughs> and when Beyonce said in that movie that she ain't got shit else to prove, yeah, Mama, Mama, she. Her energy now, and that's why we see her performing. We go so dumb, even when she do the smallest shit. Because the way Beyonce used to grind on the stage and be so extra and so insane. If y'all haven't seen that tour, please go. <laughs> like extra personified, personified. So the fact that Mama can just relax now and she just knows she got it. She's just like, I'm not trying too hard. She's making mistakes. She's having fun with it. She's just like relaxed is is exactly what she said as far as like the freedom and accomplishing 
she she accomplished what she was supposed to accomplish a long time ago, but she just still going because it's what she loves, you know. And 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 finding that sweet spot, I I do. I want it. I want it very badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want it very badly. I was like, oh, she's content. What does mm-hmm. that feel like? Exactly. What exactly. does what does being content with your station, like things that you've done in your life, what does that feel like? I crave it. I want it. That's right. That's right. Man, I ain't never gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna get there. That's like the end of the rainbow. But it's a, it's a nice thing to shoot for. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even I feel like she's still not content. Like Blue was dragging her. I'm not she gonna was like, get there. Mom, you're wasting time on fingers, like a little thing. Her little yeah. blow up thing to have fingers. The like, finger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything she was like, you need to rest. <laughs> Blue's yeah. maybe what's funny as shit. Blue is a star. I need Absolutely. more of her. Shout out to the Ivy League. You feel me? Yeah, she got stand names now. Yeah, the Ivy League. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, the only other star making news this week, it seemed like anyway, for us anyway, what we have our eyes on is Billie Eilish. William Eilish, yes. Yeah. Do we want to dive into that, guys? I love I love Billy a lot, and I don't know if you guys saw her Instagram post that she put up yesterday. Yeah, that was that was a dope post. <laughs> it was it it was dope, but it was. But it also made me feel really bad because I'm like I first of all, well, hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take, but um, as as our resident bisexual. Uh, I don't I don't see the need for coming out anymore. I think if you want to do it, you can. Like it's cool, but nobody gives a preach fuck. it. Preach it. Can, can I can I say something about that real quick? Because I want to know how you feel about this. So I watch Queer Eye, right? Oh and, hell! Oh, no, no. Hell. I just I thought I thought this was a really powerful part, right? So Karamo was talking about how. Oh, I hate his ass. Go I know a lot of people don't like him. Just hold I on. Just listen to this idea. I thought it was really interesting because I think it also does transcend coming out which I feel like that's why like it hit me in my core. He was like, instead of having this moment of coming out where it's like, I'm like revealing this like part of me to the world or whatever. It's more about a coming in of like who I'm going to let into my space and who I want to share things with. Like, okay. so it's more of like a coming in than a coming out. Like that's okay. how he always like advises or like, uh, he was like advising someone in the episode to like, look at it that way instead where um, it's not about, having someone else try to like um accept you it's you accepting them into yeah yeah and letting them i actually like that i think it comes up come from you got a thumbs up on that comment (laughs) i think it was me it's that new ios thing (laughs) (laughs) see that's how much he was spitting God damn! No, that's no, true. I, feel I like, like that, that. Really transcends even like the idea of coming out. It's really like when we have these things where it's like we really want acceptance, and it's like this big idea of like, okay, I hope I put this out there and I hope it's accepted. Like if you flip that and you're like, I'm only gonna let people in that do accept this part about me. I thought I like that. that. Fire. No, I, I agree. That was amazing. Damn, he said so something like, useful for once. Cool. I like that. <laughs> I, I like know a lot that. of people don't like him, but I thought I was like, damn. And Not on his original show, child. Because it was like it was really powerful in that episode. But I like um, that bringing people into your space and being like, "This is who I've always been. I've always been bisexual. Y'all just ain't know." You yeah, feel it's me? Like, so I'm cool, like, "So I'm gonna let you in here. You're cool. Yeah, so I'm yeah. Gonna let you in. I thought that was done because it also gives you the power. It Absolutely, gives you the empowerment instead of like giving it to other people. Like you reclaim it for yourself. I just I like that. that was Here, hearing. 
hearing Maya, it's so validating hearing Maya be like as resident bisexual here on the on the podcast. Uh, say <laughs> that like she's come to the point where you don't she doesn't feel the need for people to have to come out. It's such a beautiful thing to hear and validating. Um, it's just like I I feel like we also need to understand what cultural appropriate not cultural appropriation what um uh i know i know what you're saying you know what i'm saying right what am i what am what, i saying what are we getting at the uh, dynamics no when you when you appropriate um the when you queer baiting queer baiting yes that's on that's on mm, yeah. we, we need to understand what what it actually is mm, uh, that's a literary thing and not go ahead bobby explain yeah no you can't queer bait as a person like queer baiting is a literary device basically where it's kind of like a marketing tactic in a sense um, to like, you know, try to appeal um, to the LGBTQ crowd. But it's kind of like that's what Stranger Things gets in trouble with a lot was queer baiting um, in the story. But like as a person, you can't queer bait um, because kind of like it, like it's like I it's hard to explain my do, my do you know how to explain it's or, it's. I under I, I get what you're trying to say. I feel like I feel like it is a marketing tactic. I feel like there are and here's the thing. <clears throat> People gonna make assumptions all day, you know, like they can be like, Oh, well I think even though she hasn't said anything, like she's been really consistent with this, 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 and this, and this, and blah blah. And we like to talk about our gaydar and all the other shit. And I'm talking about people like in the community. He was like, Oh, we knew you were we knew you were one of us. Like <laughs> It's like, I feel like even that can sometimes be dangerous because we can't, you can't place that on people um, if if it's not like their reality or whatever, but it definitely has been used as a mark. They, un you, they understand the impact of our community as well. Like, like as consumers, once the gays say it's cool, baby, it's cool. Like we, we, we put our stamp on it. <laughs> that's why, that's why Renaissance would <laughs> I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go into it, but that was we'll that back. was for that was for our community and the black community as well. But like it's it's just a fine line and you have to be very, very careful. But I feel like it's respect just respect people's space, man. Billy did not have to say a word. Billy ain't have to say a word. Some of the listen again now that now that it's been confirmed and she said you know she didn't have to but she said yeah i like women or whatever i knew that for her music <laughs> but some I knew people that. were getting on that. her for that though because of the fact that like she didn't come out like what was that video like it was like the girl sleepover video. they were called they were saying she was queer but they were saying she was queer yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's why like because you know when it comes to sexuality and everything everything's so fluid like you can't sit there and like tell somebody something like yeah. about themselves you know what i'm saying and it's yeah. like just because someone hasn't come out doesn't mean you know that they're not uh you know whatever it is gay or anything else so it's like you can't like make that assumption on somebody but yeah everyone was assuming that billy was just trying to pander to like the lgbtq community and like that like that must have been a really hard moment for her because obviously she didn't you know, want to make any type of big statement or anything like that. You shouldn't and have to. Like, there's exactly, there's discrimination it's, it's, that comes with that. She's lost over a hundred thousand uh, followers. Fuck them. Yeah, that can go. was crazy. But I it's was but it's true. I'm like that. I want as far as like Billy losing followers over that. I was surprised by to be honest. I want to erase this whole notion that because we're in 2023, people aren't homophobic anymore. It's oh, still yeah. it's That's still it, that because more gay people and bisexuals and LGBT people are in the forefront, people just automatically think that 
oh, well, being gay is cool now, so, like, obviously, you can come out, nah, nah. Black people do cool shit all the time, but racism still exists. Y'all nah, sound dumb as fuck. With all these things that are passing <laughs> like, in America, you can't even try and say that homophobic, uh, homophobia is, like, not. It's on the rise, to be honest. Like, yeah. if anything, it was going down, and now it's, like, more powerful than ever, it feels like, at least in my lifetime. Like yeah, they're was, trying to pass legislation against trans people. Like, wake the fuck up! It is and not here in that Florida, it is, they have. So that's it's like, insane. Like you, yeah. and it's just there's room. There's always room for hatred. Sorry to make that aware, but um, there there's always a, a concern of backlash when when identifying yourself and talking about certain things. And is it sad? Absolutely. I feel like obviously. If there wasn't any homophobia, people could, you know, live their lives and be like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. Oh, yeah, I'm this. and then, and then. But people are afraid of losing their jobs. People are afraid of losing a support and family and all other types of shit. And like Bobby just said, it's about coming in. It's about me being able to feel safe enough to let you into this part of my life and show you all of me. This is all of who I am. And she ain't feel safe to do so. So she fucking didn't. And and, and I and I'm not going to shit too much on the journalist. But it's a time and place, and it's just stuff like that has to be handled with care. And she was very lackadaisical with that shit. What, what did she, they ask her? She, it was a, it was a girl, and she was just like, "Did you mean to come out like a couple of like?" And she was like, "Okay, but she ain't say, mm. she ain't say shit. She just posted a video of her kissing another girl, sucking on a little tongue. You feel me? I was like, I swiped, and I was like, yeah, bitch, yeah, say less, <laughs> say less. You know, <laughs> like you ain't gotta say, you ain't gotta say shit, baby. I, I, we here with it." We here with it. I I, I leapt for joy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was that was like all of us, all us queer babies in the comments was like, bitch, yeah, yeah. We knew, we knew, we love you. You ain't gotta say shit. So getting uh, that interview with that variety of red carpet, I was just like, this gonna put her in the forefront, and it's just gonna be a whole bunch of outside unnecessary shit. Cause you see how she posted it on her personal shit. She ain't make no, she ain't go to no uh publication. She ain't make no statement in no magazine. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. I'm by say she just put that little video in the mix with all her other shit and went about her business. She ain't deserve all of that. There's there's another celebrity I want to point out who I think this is who's been dealing with this for a longer time. Um, that's Harry Styles. Uh, and mm. very famously has never come out um, and intentionally as he's been he's been berated he has been asked he because been, he because of the way he dresses and, and he, his, the way he carries himself he's done films where he's played gay characters and he has uh, yeah my shout out to my policeman he plays a gay character in that movie and, and there's a lot of sex scenes in that movie for anybody uh, interested in some some real hot and heavy action it's beautiful oh, hot it's a beautiful cool. film it's really well done um but yeah he has a quote that i have here and i want to read it uh as a longtime fan of harry and the way he's carried himself by the way um he said for a long time and i think this is important because of the celebrity factor especially with billy with harry with people like this who we intrude on their lives for a long time it felt like the only thing that was mine was my sex life I felt like I felt so ashamed about it, ashamed at the idea of people even knowing that I was having sex, let alone who with. I think there's something to be said about the way we intrude on the lives of celebrities. We feel entitled to every single bit of them, every aspect of them. So they've got nothing left, nothing sacred between them and their loved ones, just nothing that belongs to them anymore. So I, I think that 
what if Billie Eilish just wanted to hold on to that? Like that, that's why it's so validating to hear Maya talk about. Um, so it, you oh, don't bad, bad. you don't feel that the that it's necessary to just officially come out anymore. Um, Hell no! Hell no! Because so, th- th- things can still be yours. Yes. Okay. Here's the interesting thing with that, which I've been thinking about this, and I feel like this is a real thing that that's for, for the people that have grown up on the internet. I feel like this idea of being authentic is now attached with being open on the internet. Mm. And it's like, if you're not open on the internet about something, you're hiding something. Like mm. If you have nothing to hide, you just put it on the internet. And it's like the idea of keeping something private is like a new form of hiding. And it's like, not everything is meant for the internet. Like you don't have to put everything on the internet. And if there's something you don't want to put on the internet, that doesn't mean like, I feel like there's like a shame involved with it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like that's real. I don't feel like that's necessary. And I feel like it is okay to like hold on to things and just have them be yours. With that being said, absolutely okay. (laughs) With with that being said, I'd like to say another, uh, I've said a multitude of fuck yous, but another fuck you to everybody who berated Megan about not telling people that she slept with that man. That wasn't none of y'all business. Mm, it's hers. It's hers. That wasn't none of y'all the, business. Oh, oh. And, and her getting know, on national national television and and saying that she didn't sleep with that man, she had every right to sue. So I ain't got to tell y'all who I'm sleeping with. Y'all can say I'm a liar all fucking day. I don't give a shit. That wasn't nobody's business but hers. And it don't change what the fuck happened. If anything, it makes the shit worse. So suck a dick for the millionth time on that. But all, of, all it's just... I, I've never believed in that. It feels so invasive. It feels like, again, a lack of personhood. They people, man. You don't tell everybody your business in your life, if you, unless you have boundaries. You don't have boundaries. In that case, then, you know, therapy is needed. But you do not have to get on the internet and tell everybody every aspect of your fucking life in order for it to be validated. Like, Billy knows who the fuck she is. Harry knows who the fuck he is. Whether coming out, not coming out, he could be gay, he couldn't be gay. All of that is his fucking business. <laughs> All of that. All of that is his business. It is all Billy's business. So that little interview highlighting it, and you could see like from her body language, like she handled it pretty well, but it was clear she was fucking uncomfortable. Like, cause she was like, well, I, I mean, I thought people knew like, and people make assumptions about that shit anyway. Like people want people to be gay all of the time. So they just say, it was like, oh my God, fan fiction exists. You just want people to be queer all the fucking time uh, because we're queer and- Fan and, fiction, uh, talk about it. And and Victoria Monet coming out as bisexual was one of the best days of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, the, we win again. The bisexual agenda wins again. <laughs> Like that made me happy, but if she never came out, I was still gonna be like, "Damn, that bitch fine." Like yeah. you feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah. I respectfully, you know, I wouldn't. Oh, I called her a bitch. I apologize. Damn, she's fine. You know, is how I would feel. Uh, but I wouldn't get online and be like, "Yeah, so you like vagina too, girl? Tell us, come <laughs> out, tell." That's so wrong, man. It's just so because I like it don't mean you gotta like it. You know what I'm saying? But if people are attractive. People just people just take it upon themselves to do the absolute yeah. most. Can and I it's... make just a random segue real quick? <laughs> Go ahead. Really random. Yeah. This is going back to when you made the joke about 
Ime Udoka. So <laughs> Maya, I just got I just got to tell this story because you just like said, "Oop!" I called her a bitch. So this was so funny. So LeBron was getting into it with his coach on the court. And, like, the coach ended up getting ejected, and then someone found the audio later. And, like, yo, LeBron is a GOAT. So, like, um, the coach said something about he, – he used the word bitch or whatever. And LeBron walks over. He's like, hey, man, we're grown men. Like, don't use that word or whatever. Like, this is in the middle of the game. And then the coach was like, what you going to do about it, soft-ass bitch boy? <laughs> then he got ejected. I was like, yo, LeBron to check him on that in the middle of the game. That's some legendary stuff right there. He was wow. like, don't use that word so loosely, bro. <laughs> I was like, hey, okay. And yeah, I, po I apologize. I, I, I love Victoria Monet. I have a lot of respect for her. But I was talking about, you know, I was speaking the voice of the people on the internet. Um, <laughs> no, I just, it reminded me of that. But it's but very... No, I think, yeah, I think it's all about... I, I, I it, It's really just we have to mind our business as people. <laughs> that's, that's it. Um, you know, that's I it. Think, the internet has given the illusion of closeness, you know, the whole parasocial relationship thing. And also, yeah, that entitled, like, Michael, you use that word entitlement. There's like, in, like with celebrities, like there's this entitlement of being able to know everything about them, especially- A gross with, amount. Especially with social media. Cause before, I feel like it was more like way more elusive to be a celebrity. And like the paparazzi would try and figure everything out. Yeah. There wasn't really a, a neat like there wasn't a, there were blogs and shit talking about that's what it, but there wasn't yeah. like a um what's the word i'm looking for uh it wasn't like required of you as a celebrity to just like say everything about your life if anything yeah. people knew you would be secretive and elusive and like mysterious and stuff and like if you did open up about something like it was cool and like people were like hey that's fire that i know this about this person but now it's like opposite where it's like if you don't tell me every single day of your life, then I have a problem with you. Ooh, like, I just I just thought about something, but I don't know if I should say it or not. I, I want to know. Beyonce grew up in that era, so obviously yeah. she sh obviously she should speak about all the horrible things that are happening. But Beyonce never talks. You know, okay, no, but it's really interesting because like that's why I was about surprised. anything. I was surprised like when Will Smith started YouTube and started getting like super open about stuff because that's like not the celebrity of you know the 90s and before that's just not how they operate that's the celebrity they're, of now that's celebrity yeah, now they're quiet about everything so i was mm -hmm. surprised when will did that he said he found some type of uh of freedom and creativity doing that so i was like okay that's cool yeah like, creating your own having to yeah. go through all the you know red tape of making a movie you could just make a move uh, like a video on youtube and just like have fun with it it's but, personal um, it's personal yeah, beyonce never talks dicaprio um, dicaprio's silent silent yeah, and I everybody, like all these celebrities silent. That's why I was confused. I, again, should they say something? Sure, but they never have. So I'm not gonna sit on my ass and wait for them to say something in order for me to say something. I'm gonna be disappointed, be like, oh well, you know, they're not people. Y'all haven't treated them like people up until this fucking point. Now y'all want to care about personhood? Ooh, ooh. I'm sorry. No, it's bad and it's valid. All of that shit is valid. But I'm just trying to make the point. Y'all ain't give a fuck about them being people before the world started. Like we became aware of how shit the world is. Now it's everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. They should. They always should have been doing that, but they haven't been. So I'm just not fucking surprised. Shout out to some of the celebrities that have always. Yeah, yeah. Sh shout out, shout right. out to them. Yeah, you know, definitely, because definitely. This was another thing I was thinking of when you were talking about Beyonce and Michael Jackson, and I was talking about LeBron and Michael Jordan. There are like 
two people like okay so like with michael jackson it is crazy that he was doing what he was doing at the time that he was doing it like mm -hmm. race relations and stuff also shout out kareem abdul jabbar what he was doing for it's basketball the, it's the biggest one oh my god like what a guy what he yeah. was able to do as a person and a basketball player in the time he was doing it is arguably way more legendary than anything michael jordan and lebron have done like for yeah. real like it was crazy what that wow. went through um you like going to boston not being able to enter the front of the hotel he had fans shitting in his bed in boston he had people spitting on him calling him all type of names while he was playing he, yo like, it was crazy he and then like you know he he uh racism man converted to islam and like that was a whole gigantic thing um yeah man kareem went through a lot but yeah, so it's uh, I don't even know why I brought that up. I don't remember why. Because we were focused, we're focused on the people that actually speak. Yeah, we were staying oh, on Ali. business. Shout, yeah, shout out to Ali. You know That's what right. I'm saying? That's right. With Vietnam. Yeah, you know, there, there's always but but the fact is the reason why it's so big is not just because their names. Like it's not common for you know people in positions like that to to stand on business. Like it's, it's not, not it's not common so, at all. <laughs> uh, but shout out to the people that do though. That's right. I know yeah. It, it, it's definitely not easy yeah. you do have a lot to lose especially in some situations like life on the line for real for real um, and here oh can i say oh yeah. shout to zane yeah for sure Wait, what zane I, do zane's zane staying on business yeah zane oh, be oh, staying okay, on okay. business oh, always okay i, I was always. unaware but the other thing is the other i want to i want to put this out there too because i only said this in the beehive community on twitter because <laughs> i felt safe enough to say it there I'm gonna say it here. Y'all can feel however y'all want to feel about it. Um, Beyonce is extremely powerful. It, it, clearly, all of this discourse, everybody opening their mouths, millions of people being like, "Oh my God, Beyonce!" Like nah, nah, because of this movie, correct? I want you to show me. <laughs> Since everybody wants to talk about Beyonce is a black revolutionary and it's all in her music and she's used Malcolm X and is is Malcolm X alive? Is Martin Luther King Jr. alive? Is Fred Hampton alive? Are any of our are any of our black revolutionaries who have had actual power and the ability to make real change are they alive or are they in the ground? <laughs> and, and here's here's the thing: here's the thing about power, bro. It's the thing about power. She she will be putting herself at risk, and we're not even talking about money. We're talking about her life. If Kalani if Kalani had a drop. <laughs> and I love her to death. If Kaylani had a drop of the power that Beyonce had, if, if Kaylani had the money and access and like the pull that Beyonce had, I'd be worried for her safety because she just talking every day and posting and amplifying and all of that. Does she have things to risk? Absolutely. But her visibility is far lower. If Beyonce was moving like Kaylani, I'd be worried for her life. Because Beyonce is one of those people, again, that we can see shifts tides, changes the culture, people care enough to listen. And if Beyonce got up and was talking about free, like, should she do it morally? Yes. Yeah. But take into account all of that other shit as well. People are, we are risk, we are risking our, our, our businesses, our business connections, our, our livelihoods by opening our mouths and talking about this shit, people losing their jobs, people like, and it's all valid, like we all doing the right thing, but I just wanted to put that out there because I think Beyonce is powerful enough and it's clear our government doesn't give a fuck about human life and I wouldn't see 
I wouldn't put the put it past them and hers. That's all I'm saying. It's a valid way to close the show out. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying, dog. That's all I'm saying. So, so the criticism is all valid. Again, I'm gonna say it again because people love to pick and choose, child. It's all valid. Everybody should be speaking. She should be speaking. Taylor should be speaking. Everybody should be speaking. But understand that that I'm not gonna quote Spider Man. Damn it! I was gonna say with great power comes great response. <laughs> but but you know it's true. It is. So I, I'm uh, as disappointed as I am. I'm gonna keep moving. And I'm gonna keep posting my shit, and I'm gonna keep talking about what's going on and sharing my resources. By the way, um, we are boycotting a multitude of things right now. The BDS uh, in Palestine has gave given us a list of things that we can boycott, companies we can boycott here in America that would help lessen, you know, mitigate, <laughs> mitigate our harm in these spaces. So tap in, man. It's all over my Twitter. It's all over my Instagram. At Kyoshi Warrior, at Bobby Foster, at Bavaraji, at Take Away My Mic. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, underscore Bobby Foster. Underscore Bobby Foster. <laughs> yes. screw, screw the other guy. Oh, wait, no, but the closeout, and, Billy, and leave her I alone, am Bobby man. Foster, other places. <laughs> I am Bobby leave. Foster on TikTok. Leave yes. queer people alone, man. Let people live their lives. Let people sleep with who they want to sleep with. It don't fucking matter. It's none of your business. Billy should not have had. To, to endure all of the shit that she has the last couple of days just for being herself. She always been like this. Y'all been enjoying her music and having a good time up until this point, so shut the fuck up. Bobby's always talking about journalism, man. You had an opportunity to ask Billie Eilish a question about her music or something profound. and Ain't ask her nothing about music. That's what you brought up. Whack. Because it was a hot topic and it always is like when it comes to people, they care. And that's the other thing. That's why Bobby is absolutely correct. Cause it's become more about the personal than like what they actually doing, you know, their jobs, <laughs> making, making what art. Was it a red carpet for? It was a variety, hit, variety magazine. Hitmakers. Hit it was the songwriters. Ooh. Songwriters. So, yeah. uh, Sabrina Carpenter was there. That's the question. There. Victoria Monet was there. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of songwriters, like musicians there. Could have asked her about and the writing the of what, what I was made for because that song is going up right now. Ain't ask her shit about her music, you know. Just what the event was about. Queer, you're saying? Queer. <laughs> See, like girls. Oh my God, that's crazy. Tell us more about it. Bitch. Like that's cra- like that that's all of that is just very it was annoying as hell to watch. Honestly, I felt very bad. She's very adorable, Billy. And she did her best not to like be super cold to that girl, but she just kept going and going and going after the one after she answered the question already, it's like, she was like, well, no, I didn't mean to like, you know, well, I guess everybody knows now it could have been done there, but it was like the three, four questions afterward. It was just about, she ain't shift at all. She just stayed right there. Just stay right there until the end of the interview. And I was just like, yeah. So when she posted that shit and she was going off on her story <laughs> as well with pictures of herself talking about, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> the little song, I love that song. <laughs> um, and it's all valid, man. Leave that girl alone. Leave people alone, especially when it comes to the, their sexuality. What the? What does that have to do with you? Yo, nothing. I just want to say because I gotta run and pick up my son. Next week's episode is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be early we Saturday. Got, oh, we oh yeah, we got a lot of things coming up. Nikki's album, Tate McRae's album. I don't know if SZA's still dropping. That's not up sure. in the air. Somebody I'm said that sure. that was, yeah, they don't know. Like, it got announced, but then I saw her make a post saying something like, oh, I don't know if it's gonna be its own album now or a deluxe of SOS. So I don't know. I, like, 
I don't know if logistically she's just trying to decide if she's going to upload it as another album or just a deluxe. I don't know. So that might come out. Um, and then I'm sure something else news-wise is going to be happening. But, oh, yeah, we're getting into Nicki's album for sure. I'm hype about that. We're going to do our best to get you that Saturday upload. We're going to do our best, keyword. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Make sure you follow us everywhere. Take away my mic. Drop questions in the comments, y'all. We we love questions. We ain't do one this week because we just had a lot to talk about. But yes, drop questions and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Peace. Bye.